three, two, one. Welcome to the Raw Reverie. And I'm very happy because this is our first episode of the 2021 year. I am Vincent Sapitan, your host. And once again, I have my one and only guest, Elisar Silla. Elisar, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing well, Vincent. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, what have you been up to? Um, you know, just the usual. Nothing has really changed since last year. Um, you know, working from home and uh, pretty much staying home a lot and uh, I'm being cooped up in, inside my house and I guess doing my part to help uh, slow the spread. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. How about you, Vincent? Yes, I have been doing pretty much the same thing. I have been working from home. And part of that also implies that I do a lot of the cooking, a lot of the cleaning, even though my wife does a, a good amount of it herself, even though she, she works. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, yeah, I've been cooking ribs. I cooked ribs today. I've oh, cooked good. fish last week. And uh, yeah, I'm just getting better at my cooking skills. That's good. It's better than uh, getting your DoorDash or eating out. Oh, I still eat out a lot, but okay, I, <laughs> no, I, I'm still, I'm still, work. I'm working those kinks out where, you know, I could cook my own Chick Fil A or I could cook my own, uh, what else? In and out per se. <laughs> oh wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also gotten to some other hobbies, but before I intro that, uh, what have you been up to in terms of hobbies? Um, yeah, um, basically I've been, you know, as a lot of our audience knows, I've been just keeping up with what's happening around the world and, uh, and uh, just being able to be informed about the issues facing our country and um our world and that's something that i've always uh i've always uh taken great pleasure in and so i've been doing that and uh i guess um it's always refreshing being able being able to go out once in a while and hang out with uh with the uh, people uh, like you vincent and uh, others and just being able to uh just spend time with real people instead of looking at my computer the whole day or looking at my phone and so um yeah i mean just uh, reading and uh, hanging out with people. You know, what else can you want, I guess, during quarantine life? And so I think that's, uh, that's a lot of what I've been doing, but not everything. Mm. Um, with the new recent developments in terms of COVID, um, just a quick question. What are your thoughts on uh, the, the vaccine, COVID vaccine? Yeah, so um, as a lot of our listeners are probably aware of, uh, there have been multiple vaccine candidates, and thankfully they have been uh, coming through the pipeline and being distributed distributed to the high risk people. Uh, hopefully, um, um, this I'm very optimistic that uh, the pandemic will end in 2021 in the United States. Um, hopefully, um, that optimism is rooted in reality um but i i hope that um once 
lot of people are vaccinated that uh, we'll be able to carry on with life again as pre-pandemic times. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I'm very opti- I'm optimistic, but obviously I don't want to put my hope in that too much uh, because things can go wrong. Obviously the vaccine was developed in record time, so who knows if that is bad, but I'm guessing for a lot of the people who have been vaccinated, it's been good for them. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So that's my, that's my opinion. Yeah. Let's hope and pray for the best for that vaccine. And I trust that our, our leaders of this country will make the right decisions for our benefit in our safety. Of course. Amen. Now, prior, prior to this podcast, you were mentioning a secret on the last episode that you had and you would like to reveal to us uh, by the by the new year. And, well, now it's the new year. Could you tease us a little bit about the secret or are you ready to just blow it up in our face? Uh, let's, uh, let's do some anticipation, Vincent. Um, I think well, last year, um, yeah, so I think uh, I hinted at something earlier this month. Um, if anybody follows me on Instagram, I kind of hinted at something that I've been doing over the past year, which has kind of been one of my main hobbies that I've been doing. Um, it's actually a new passion of mine. And I think that um, it's something that I don't think a lot of people would have expected of me. Um, I'm really excited to, I guess, share it for the first time here publicly, in a sense. Um, some people have, have known what I've been doing. But um, for the most part, I have tried to keep it a secret just so that it could be a pleasant surprise during this time of um, of bad news and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, COVID and the lockdown has really shown me that um, I really wanted to do something with this extra time. And I think it would be a, a good investment um, in my life of uh, investing myself and my time and energy and this uh, hobby of mine. So I, I think uh, that's something that uh, I'm really passionate and excited about. I'm so, I'm so curious what it could be. Well, I know, but I can't wait for you to tell and see if there's any reactions. Um, now on my end, if I could share a bit. Sure. Uh, I have been interested in technology I have been following up a lot on something that your father's interested in, um, computer tech, yeah. um, open, open, open source software. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of what open source software is? Uh, I'm not, not really. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, so open, open source software is pretty much uh, software. That is open source. You can you're allowed to look at the code and see how the 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 engineer was able to build it and possibly even rebuild it yourself. It's mm. not a closed source like, for example, Apple. Apple has a lot of software that is closed source for them, and to utilize them, you would have to have the patent. So I've I've been looking into that, trying to grow more, possibly making my own apps just out of hobbies, just like you. Um, I've actually invested in building my own computer for the first time. Mm. So it's pretty interesting. I'm going to try to maybe host our 
podcast through that maybe oh <laughs> wow. that yeah that's pretty cool uh this resource and also another interesting note i have been having dreams that's what this podcast is right reverie yes <laughs> it connects to that's why i found it very this this um this this week to be or actually these last couple of weeks to be interesting and how it connects to the raw reverie so i have if i could if you don't mind me sharing uh, sure go ahead i <laughs> i had two dreams uh uh consecutively act three together but two stick out very um prominent no oh, i'm interested and- to hear this <laughs> this they're actually nightmares it's not really a dream but it's a nightmare so it's a it's pretty much it's pretty raw um i on the first day it was a monday i fell asleep and i was i found myself like you know in dreams you you just you just appear out of you're just placed in a context right a setting right. you yeah, don't know yeah. how you right yeah and this context that i was set in was in a roman catholic church somewhere in europe i'm guessing italy okay and i was hiding from someone i was hiding from these these guys that were looking for me and so if you can imagine i'm hiding low under some pews and this these these men I the way I describe them, they look like they look like uh, they look like the Vinci Code agents. Okay. <laughs> so these guys were going down each aisle, looking for me, looking like looking, checking, and I was in my mind in terms of the dream. I <laughs> I assumed I I've I've hid from them before so i'll be able to get away this time hiding again okay and he as the guy keeps coming closer and closer down the aisle i'm just not i'm not choosing to move i'm not choosing to run i'm thinking he's gonna just quit but he keeps going and then eventually he looks at me and says i know you i know your plans i know how you hide you can't get away this time and and then (laughs) i i was like i can't let myself be captured I must alert others in in the in the vicinity to know that I'm in danger. So the first thing I do is I yell to the top of my voice. I go, ah! and and interestingly, that yell made its way outside of the dream into reality. <laughs> oh, and you actually and yelled. So in reality. I'm yelling. I'm yelling to the top of my lungs. My wife <laughs> at 3 p.m. Excuse me, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. <laughs> she wakes up and is like looking directly at me, trying to wake me up because I'm just yelling my head off. <laughs> so I'm just yelling ah, with my eyes closed. Ah, and then she starts shaking me. And then finally, in, while I'm yelling, I wake up and I look at her eyes. Her eyes are are wide open with fear. And she's holding me. And I was like, if I don't calm her down, she might get a heart attack or something. So I, I then grab her 
and I, I'm still yelling. <laughs> and then I finally, I finally realized I'm awake. I'm awake. I stopped <laughs> yelling. <laughs> and we're both holding each other, trying to shake each other to calm down. And then finally, I come to my senses, and then I say, "Oh, it was a dream. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare." And so that's that's my first take on the dream. <laughs> and so I, you know, in that, in the midst of that, I was wondering why did, why did I have that dream? But maybe it's just, it's a fluke, just a nightmare. It'll go away. I think prior to, prior to falling asleep, I saw, I saw the Da Vinci Code on Netflix hovering like as one of your choices, but I didn't want to click it because I said, I told myself that I already seen it. But part of me still wanted to see it. And I think that's what set set the setting for my dream. And so what the second dream, however, is the creepier part because it connects so much to the first one in in four particular ways. So in the second dream, I find myself once again in the church, a very familiar church to our our setting it was the old church that I grew up in I was there and I find myself just chatting with someone and then I I said to myself I had a thick lug or I didn't say to myself I had a thick um thick loogie in my like throat mucus or yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so I wanted to spit it out. And so yeah. I was heading to the basement to, to spit it out. And then I go down to the ba- As I was going down, I looked up at the door. And the door was open. And I told myself, why is that door open? That door should not be open. So the setting made it seem like it, at this church... We're in some world war because uh, a person popped out that looked Asian and then he looked directed. I was looking up and he's looking at me and I told myself, I have to warn the people in this building that we are under attack, that we have been infiltrated. So I tried to scream at the top of my lungs again, but I couldn't because I had a thick um loogie in my throat (laughs) it just sounded like that and then I woke up but I didn't wake this luckily this time or thankfully this time I didn't scream to the top of my head in the real world but in terms of it's funny because these two dreams occur in this in a similar setting they both occur in the church um second I, I find myself trying to warn others or about a threat three i'm always looking up in the first dream i'm i'm hiding under the pews looking up at the threat in the second dream i'm down as a level looking up towards up up the stairs to to look to see if there's a threat and lastly what was the last reflection? Warning? Thre- threat? 
yelling and yeah so there there are just so many similar similarities and they occurred one dream the next the next day and so i don't know i just wanted to share that <laughs> and then it it popped my interest in dreaming because i shared this story with other friends and they mentioned something about lucid dreaming have you heard of lucid dreaming uh no i've not so lucid dreaming <laughs> This is a real raw reverie right here. <laughs> the lucid dreaming is when you realize you're dreaming inside your dream. Like okay? inception kind of thing? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So for example, so for example in, in a dream, you're running, but you're not moving. Okay. And let's say the dreamer eventually realizes, why am I not moving? I'm running as fast as possible. And that's how he breaks out of the train of the dream of the of the routine of the dream and is able to explore his dream. Mm. And so a couple the guys I, I was speaking to about it mentioned it to me. And then I they they said they were able to do it. And so I I've never done that. Have you ever have that have you ever experienced that? Uh, I don't you, I don't to, think so, Vincent. <laughs> so I don't know if you if any of our listeners have explored that. If that if they've actually done that, and so I tried to do it, replicate it myself, and I remember freeing myself from from the routine of a dream. Like you're you now know that you're in the dream, but the moment I did that, I wanted to try so many things that I think it it backfired, and then I just woke up like like it 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 like a it, it was like a computer shutdown. It couldn't handle all the thoughts that I wanted to experiment in the dream state. And so it shut down. And then by the time morning came, I woke up. <laughs> and very, so very interesting. we might, I might mention a bit of this in future podcasts, but I have a interesting taste for this because it, it, I think it's fitting for the raw reverie and who knows, maybe you and the listeners might want to try lucid dreaming or just ex explore your dreams um no i i don't don't take too much from it like don't make it like a crystal ball kind of thing i i, I don't mean it like that i just share this out of interest curiosity uh, enjoyment fulfilling storytelling and so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean now that you bring up dreams uh I'm trying to think of if I've ever had a dream in the past year about what my what, what my new passion is. Um, I'm trying to think about it, but I don't think I've ever had a dream related to it. Or, or I guess I've never had a dream in which I was placed into into uh, this this country that I am about to speak of. But uh, yeah, that, uh, that's very interesting that <laughs> you've been thinking about like dreams, like nightmares in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually had other dreams that are quite interesting, but I'll save that for another time. Now, you mentioned country. You mentioned uh, how, possibly how it relates. How does this? How does country relate to your secret? Yeah, so um, I guess uh, we can talk about it right now. Um, if you want to, if our listeners want to 
think of a, a mini drum roll in their heads. Um, but basically, um, uh, for the past uh, year, um, thanks, Vincent. Um, but yeah, for the past uh, for the past year, um, I think it has been uh, pretty obvious that I found a new passion uh, related to the country of Japan. And so yes. I think uh, um, as some of the people who are listening to this um, might know, or most of you guys probably don't know, but I've told some of uh, some of our dear friends uh, just for um, just so that they could uh, I could keep them in the loop and uh, see what they think. But yeah, over the past year, um, it's been pretty clear to me that um, I have gained an interest and passion uh, for Japanese culture. And I think it has been it has been a really fun and wild uh, time, I guess. Um, um, I guess less fun than it could have been because uh, for the past year, we've all been stuck at home. But I think um, I really wanted to take advantage of this time, this very unique time in our history, the Vincent, as I've told you. Um, um, as a lot of people probably should have thought about when the pandemic hit, um, you know, years from now, uh, you don't want to um, regret uh, whatever you did during this time. Like, I hope that our listeners have been doing stuff that will make them better people uh, over the past year um, because of all of this free time and being stuck at home. And so I really decided to invest my uh, mind in uh, studying and learning more about Japanese culture. And a big part of that is uh, learning the Japanese language. So uh, I am, uh, since last year, since April, um, I have decided that I will be focused on achieving fluency in a language that I have really found great interest and great, um, I guess, awesomeness, for lack of a better term, in. And so, yeah, I've been doing that for the past year. Um, I can't say that um, I'm fluent or I guess I'm very good at it, <laughs> but, um, I, I, I think if you drop me, drop me in a random, random spot in Tokyo, or if I was placed in a, if I had a dream <laughs> and I was uh, <laughs> randomly placed in a, in a random spot in Tokyo, I think I, I might be able to get by, but I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, that's the purpose of, uh, me studying, uh, studying by myself and self-teaching, which I, I found to be really, really fun. Um, I guess like what any person would can sympathize with. Um, if you find something that's fun um, and you do it all the time, then it doesn't really feel like a chore, right? It, it feels like you're having fun while you're doing it. So uh, it's learning, self-learning and self-teaching Japanese has been something that I really enjoyed. Um, it's not like, for me, it's not like my times in high school learning learning Spanish, where I I, I got all A's, but that was only because I I just uh, memorized the words and stuff. So Quick that question. was pretty, yeah, that was pretty rote, but it was not fun. But Japanese is <laughs> Could fun. Could you still speak Spanish? <laughs> uh, don't ask me to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Now, quick question. Another quick question about the topic. What what what? sparked your interest in the culture or in learning the language in or in in japan itself yeah so um i guess if people hopefully people are still listening to this podcast uh, because i could (laughs) 
I could tell the a very complete story because uh, um, if you if you tell me in person, like how did you uh, get interested in Japan? Um, I'll be too lazy to recount everything. I'll just tell you to listen to this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, um, um, I, I've said a year because it's almost been a year since uh, my interest was sparked. Um, basically, last year. Um, I had a, I guess, a mini reunion with my college roommates um, in my junior and senior year of college. And we watched, we watched an anime in a Del Amo mall. And I mean, of course, anime is a very big part of not just Japanese culture, but a Japanese culture that has uh, really been influential around the world. And so obviously, yes. everyone knows what anime is, but um, I, I, I was never... I guess, interested in it. Um, I thought, like, I had better things to do than watch uh, Japanese cartoons. <laughs> yeah, Japanese <laughs> cartoons. Um, but, but yeah, I think uh, my ignorance was misplaced in a sense because I didn't know that anime could uh, really can be, or at least the animes I've watched. Um, I'm I'm sure a lot of animes have uh, are kind of worthless, but uh, a lot of animes that I've watched so far have have a lot of meaning and are much better than whatever uh, stuff Hollywood produces. Um, but yeah, uh, February 1 of last year, um, me and my roommates watched an anime. Uh, it was called The Weathering With You. Um, and so we watched it. Um, I actually didn't really think much of it after watching it. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, Go ahead. but I was actually really uh, captivated by the animation um, and the music. Um, I didn't know that anime could be so well drawn and uh, I didn't know Japanese music could be so amazing. <laughs> so I guess in February, um, I started looking into the music, um, basically the, uh, the band that um, is played in Weathering With You is the Radwimps. And so they are a J-pop band. So I've been listening to J-pop for the longest time. I, I, I actually, this is a, kind of a side note, but uh, I actually don't listen to any English music anymore, or at least virtually <laughs> I don't listen to English music. Um, I only listen to uh, Japanese music or because um, over the past year, uh, I think a lot of English music has, for lack of a bet, for, well, I'm not going to say anything bad, but English music has been really bad th this past year. <laughs> and I think... Uh, Yes, I, I guess the allure of trying something new is uh, fascinating to me. And so that's what I've been doing. But um, yeah, uh, I guess back to the chronology. Um, after watching Weathering With You, uh, my friends also recommended watching Your Name, which is a movie by the name. same director. And I also rented it and I didn't really think much of it as well because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your Name is kind of confusing when you first watch it. But um Actually, when after like reading some stuff and reading some explainers, um, I actually um, thought I actually kind of had a change of heart, and I thought that uh, what uh, your name was actually probably one of the my my favorite movie of all time, and so I actually bought it, and I, I actually watched uh, uh, Weathering with You again and had a greater appreciation of that movie, and uh, Weathering with You was actually is the only movie that I've watched in theaters three times. 
And so I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty crazy because this was the time before COVID hit. And uh, I guess I'm thankful that I was able to spend, go to the theaters three times before COVID hit um, to watch one of my favorite movies. Weathering With You is one of my favorite favorite movies, but Your Name is definitely my favorite. Um, but yeah, I think uh, over February and March, um, I think that it was pretty obvious to me that I didn't want to just indulge myself in the Japanese culture or anime and music without understanding like the language itself. And so this is around March, right? March 2020. I'm sure everybody has memories of that month. That was the month when everybody started to lock down. Uh, everybody mm -hmm. had to stay home and everybody was confused, right? Uh, and I think I knew that uh, going back to my earlier remarks about how, um, you know, I didn't want to, I wanted to make this mo this time period memorable. Um, I know that a lot of people, um, you know, were getting sick. A lot of people were, were dying. Um, it was a very hard time for all of us as a country, as um, I guess family. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, coming out of this, I could show something for it. And so in April, I decided to, you know what, I'm just going to take the, the leap. Uh, you know, I, I think I could really discipline myself because I really enjoy uh, Japanese media that much. And so I decided in April to go ahead and take the dive and uh, started learning the Japanese alphabet, uh, hiragana and katakana and uh, going from their grammar, uh, etc., and the uh, kanji, basically the uh, uh, Chinese characters that are imported into Japanese. It's really fascinating. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I've been, uh, like what I said, I've been listening to Japanese, Japanese music, J-pop to be exact. Uh, I've been uh, self-teaching. I've been teaching myself the language, which is very re rewarding because um, Japanese is probably considered to be one of the harder languages for English natives. Um, and so, yeah, I've been uh, trying to keep it. I've been trying to keep it on the download because I didn't know if if uh, it would last. But obviously it has lasted for this long and I don't continue to I don't intend to stop anytime soon. Um, as I said earlier, I do plan on, uh, I guess, achieving fluency one day, ho hopefully. Um, but yeah, I, I guess uh, going back to the anime point, um, you know, an like Japanese culture to me is uh, very amazing. Um, it's not just for the anime. I think a lot of people in America, a lot of Americans and a lot of people around the world only know of anime in a sense, right? And so um, you know, anime is great and stuff like that. Um, but I think personally, for me, like I don't really, <laughs> I don't really watch anime that much. I mean, I I will watch it occasionally, but um, Japanese culture is definitely much more than uh, anime. It's uh, the food, it's the people, it's the language, um, it's the the clothing and the books and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, over the past year, I've been telling some just some people just so that they could uh, I could see what their reaction is and um, not a lot of people know until now you're listening to this podcast um, hopefully I will uh, I plan on uh, 
posting a video of myself introducing myself, the Elisir that you know is speaking in Japanese. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's、uh, what I've been doing so far. Obviously, you know Vincent since、uh, I guess July <laughs> when I first told you.、Um, But yeah, it's been a, it's been yeah, a very good I was able、year. to keep your secret. A what? I was able to keep your secret. Yes, yes. I do appreciate <laughs> Just that. Just for、Vincent. this podcast.、Yes. Um, and I hope that、uh, other people were able to keep it because otherwise you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> But I hope you are surprised because、uh, if there's anything, a, a lot of bad has come out of the past 12 months. But personally,、um, I'm definitely.、Uh, I could look back at this time and say that I, I gained a new passion and a new skill, and hopefully, I get to use it one day. Now, has, have you tried their food? Yes.、Um, you know, <laughs> growing up, right, Vincent,、uh, we <laughs> grew up in Southern California, and、uh, I think Japanese food, I, I've always loved Japanese food, but I think over the past year, I've.、Uh, I've really、um, become excited about trying even more and newer Japanese foods that I've never tried before.、Uh, so, obviously, every,、yes. everybody knows ramen, right? So, everybody knows、yes. what that is.、Um, um, it's a cup of noodles. <laughs> it's no, a, cup of noodles、yeah. <laughs> a cup of noodles in college, right?、Um, but no,、um, obviously, ramen is much more than a cup of noodles. It's a, obviously a Japanese delicacy. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other foods that.、Um, That、um, I've tried, and I think,、uh, I think Vincent, what you're probably want me to talk about is、uh, um, actually just recently, a few weeks ago, I, I actually tried for the first time sushi.、Um, obviously, that's probably a surprise to many people,、uh, but it's true.、Um, I actually have the picture on my phone, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I could show that to you later. But、um, I, I've always been scared of eating sushi. Or any raw fish because I thought I would get sick, but I、uh, actually tried it. Did you? I, I did not get sick.、Um, so that, that's、right. good. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs>、um, but yeah, I, I tried it. And I mean, I, I won't say that it's my favorite food.、Uh, it might be, I guess, in the future, but I mean, it's pretty delicious with the soy sauce. I actually tried sashimi, so I don't think I've tried sushi yet, but the same thing, more or less.、Um, mm-hmm. But yeah,、um, there's a lot of other things.、Um, Um, if you go to like, I'm sure a lot of people have been to Torrance. If you live in Southern California, you go to Mitsua.、Um, I, I've been there multiple times. <laughs>、uh, I've bought some books for self study.、Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of food, obviously, not just sushi or ramen, but,、uh, um, but yeah, I, I, like a lot of those foods are not on the top of my head, but、uh, um, I'm sure a lot of people will enjoy them if. You just find them in a, in a Mitsua or somewhere like along those lines.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have been very fascinated with anime, and just to hear your, your thoughts on it is really wonderful because it, you're right.、Um, anime is more than just a cartoon. It can be more than just a cartoon. Sometimes it is just a cartoon, but the way the Japanese culture has expressed themselves through that medium is. Quite interesting. And then, even with all the other aspects that we, you mentioned, language,、um, we, met, we talked about、uh, just between us, we talked about how there are some languages 
in terms of learning it, you can't learn because they don't like, for example, Latin, you can't learn Latin in such a way that you can learn ja Japanese because of, because it's a dead language. So that's one of the beautiful things about hearing your, your story is that the fact that it's still spoken and you putting your heart to, to learn it is incredible. And within the time span that you've, you've worked on, I know there's been, there are polyglots that have learned it quickly, but just to see your improvement, I can't wait to actually hear you have a conversation with a, with a Japanese person and I just Instagram that for you or something <laughs> like that. Um, uh, yeah. Anime is wonderful. Japanese culture is wonderful. Hopefully we can talk more about that in the future. We can talk more about dreams. We can talk more about anything because this is the raw reverie. And so Elser, Thank you for your wonderful secret and turning that into a podcast. Okay. You're welcome, Vincent. And uh, we'll come back to you guys next time. And uh, be safe. Be COVID safe. And we wish you the best. All right. Uh, minasan, uh, mata ne. Oh, basically, that means uh, everybody, uh, uh, see you later. <laughs> Yosh, that's all I know. All right, take care, guys. Right. Oh, and real quick, if you do want to practice speaking with Elser in Japanese, go ahead and reach us out through this medium. Um, you he's mentioned some spots. Maybe you pass by, you catch him by the way. Uh, if you're interested in any of the dreams I've mentioned, or interested in any of that, in talking about animes, let us know. Let us know. Just share a comment or something, and we'll see what we can do. All right. Yes. Uh, hi, yes. Hi. Hi. Uh, uh, Vincent Sun. Uh, so to anybody, <laughs> anybody who wants to learn with me, uh, just hit me up and Ganbari uh, Masho. Let's do our best. Yes. All right. Good night, everybody. All right. Thank you. Oh, yes. Good night.